This is a HeadGum Podcast. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. That's right. No theme song, no good microphones. There's no time. The world's coming to a close. This is Coronavirus Part 2, and little did we know what we had in store for ourselves when we recorded last (laughs) week, which feels like seven years ago. I'd love to go back in time and tell tell quaint little old me uh, that I would be homebound for, I guess, a summer. <laughs> I guess a year. All of the plans I had, they've all gone out the window. Do you remember what you were doing a week ago? We're recording this, we should say, Sunday, March 15th, uh, Sunday night at like 530. Just to put the <laughs> timeline in perspective. The CDC Someone's just said no mass gatherings of more than 50 people for the next eight weeks. Somebody is going to be picking up an iPhone out of the rubble uh, in, this, in 10 years from now listening listening to this podcast <laughs> before the collapse of society. <laughs> a robot throws it into a trash can. A robot with a dry cough. Uh, so we are not in our office. I figured maybe we can record a phone call, sort of test out what it would be like to be able to record a podcast on the go. That's why we sound like this. Yeah, this is the last medium that's going to survive. It's podcasting, and that's it. All of the shows that you like, they've all gone out of production. They're not (laughs) being filmed anymore. You won't get Netflix. Do you guys understand that? That's not (laughs) happening. (laughs) They'll get it. They'll get Netflix, but it'll be old shit. Okay? No, like, Witcher Season 2 is off. Fast and the Furious? Yeah is not happening anymore. <laughs> you have the first seven movies, and you have Hobbs versus Shaw, but that's it. <laughs> Look who comes crawling back. Podcasting so, is the medium that will outlive us all. So, uh, yeah, a week ago, I was at my buddy Jesse's house watching a basketball game, wondering if we should go to a fucking poker room later that day. And I'm like, you know what? Let's play it safe. There's 700 people there exchanging chips, and I think we've even talked about it last week. I'm like, he kind of made fun of me, but he's like, all right, ultimately I understand. And, you know, talking to you, you were like, yeah, I'll probably get it, but what can I do about it? That's right. Then I would say the biggest the biggest deal was Wednesday. That felt like, you know, the tipping point. Wednesday felt like the beginning. That was the beginning of the end, for sure. Yeah. As as a basketball fan, it felt very NBA-centric, but I don't know if that if it felt that way for you, uh, someone who's not as, like, deeply engrossed in the NBA. Yeah, I don't care that much about the NBA, but I definitely take it, as, like, as a constant, you know, like a way of life that, that I wouldn't have ever thought would be interrupted. I think the NBA right. and Tom Hanks at the same time really put it on America's doorstep. Yeah, I... uh I I remember I was watching an episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm, and then I'm like, all right, that was a fun 30 minutes. Let's see what's new in the world. Oh, Tom Hanks has coronavirus. The NBA suspended, and no one can go outside. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Now I'm just wondering, I mean, like, I've accepted that it's very bad. It's very bad. I'm just wondering how, like, I don't know. It really makes me realize how much I liked my life two weeks ago. Sure, I had problems. But yeah. it's well, when everything just comes to a, like, it just grinds to a stop. And, like, all I can think about is, like, all right, like, when will it get better? When will it be normal again? 
Yeah, and I it was de- it's definitely you don't know what you got till it's gone because like we had complaints in the previous world, but now I'm like, oh yeah. god, I would take four more years of Trump if it meant I can go to fucking Whole Foods again. That was yeah. fine. I, I was fine with it. All right. <laughs> okay, Let me go food. to a restaurant. Yeah, I can't go to a bar without feeling sad, without feeling guilty. <laughs> well. Let's see what's happened since then. Like, it feels like the rate of change is happening so fast. I assume bars in New York City are closed down? I don't think, I, at least as of right now, they have not officially been closed down. It seems like that's what's happening. I know it just happened in California, right? Yeah, earlier today, bars in California have completely closed down because, you know, when I'm reading tweets that say, do not go anywhere because you might have coronavirus and no symptoms and by going to a bar you might infect 50 people who will infect 250 who will infect 2000 and i'm like all right i'll stay at home twitter guy i promise to you but uh then i also look on twitter i'm like yeah bourbon street's still packed Times square yeah. is still packed everybody's people still aren't doing in restaurants no well, and he, like i think on tuesday or monday this week i like went to a a party, like a big event. Yeah. Uh, and that seems wildly irresponsible now. <laughs> yeah, what was like, a, what was kind of a slight risk at the time, but like, it's okay, I won't shake hands uh, yeah. one day becomes like an insane proposition just six days later. There's a hundred people like laughing and doing the elbow thing. I'm like, no, that's not funny. (laughs) Don't even fucking bump my elbow. I'm dead now. (laughs) What do you think your chances are that you've been exposed to it? uh, I don't know. I mean, I'm reading things that say like within the next 12 months to 18 months, 75% of Americans will have it in some way, shape or form. So I don't know if I've gotten it already. I've, you know, for the first, the Wednesday, Thursday, Friday day, I'm like, I'll go to the supermarket and like, that's it. And then like, since Friday, I'm like, maybe I shouldn't even go to Starbucks. Maybe I shouldn't go to uh, Whole Foods and touch anything. Like I haven't, I've left my house, but I haven't gone anywhere in 48 hours. Yeah. And this is the, this is the part that's interesting to me. Cause like snow day is kind of fun. Corona day. It's a little, it's like the first day. It's a little interesting. You're like, you're joking around on social media with your friends, like this is what social distancing looks like, yada, yada. Uh, two days of that, that's fine. Uh, four weeks of that, that's a little maddening. That's going to fuck you up. Yeah, the psychological implications, which are being vastly underreported because more people are rightfully so concerned with the actual health and business implications. Right. Also, not even four weeks. We don't know what the timeline will be, which is also like yeah. insane, insane at creating. Yeah, that it could. I mean, I was seeing charts that are like uh, maybe like the peak is over the summer, it comes down in October, but then also maybe it comes down in the summer because of the warm weather, and then it spikes in the in the fall, like the Spanish flu in 1918 or whatever. Right. Does that mean we're indoors for the next 12 months? The next year, we're not traveling. We're not even, like, going to any restaurant, bar, party, wedding, funeral that could possibly come up. Hospital, God forbid. Yeah, I don't. I truly, I I truly don't know. What's your biggest fear? Like, is your fear, do you fear for your health, for your parents' health, for the world's health? Do you feel just for the sake of of normalcy, the stock market, the, uh, our, our careers and our job industry, <laughs> all of the above, none of the above. Literally everything. Everything is uh, under attack. Like, it's not just your current status, your health, which is, you know, dangerous. It's also your parents' health, like you said. 65-year-olds are supposed to isolate themselves in California. Okay, that's my parents. And then uh, every business that either I am associated with or friends are associated with is under attack because nobody can go to work. So, you know, friends of friends that run restaurants, cafes, small businesses for the next, they're closed for how long? Can they come back ever? Yeah. I mean, that's the weirdest thing to me that like, that the way to, the best way to help right now is to do nothing and kind of like stay in, keep yourself at a distance. But then we also don't know for how long. 
Yeah, no, we have no idea. And there are guesstimates that it can last, you know, a, a year. And we don't know if that'll be a year, if it'll be four weeks or somewhere in between. And then while this is happening, people are, you know, a bunch of people think that individuals like myself and maybe you are overreacting. <laughs> so they're like also getting trolled. Yeah. And you definitely don't want to be right to be like, oh, no, I was freaking out and I was correct. Because uh, yeah. now the world doesn't. It's funny. I guess I, I, hope, I, yeah, rub, I hope I'm wrong. I want to rub those people in their faces like, see, our hospitals are now overcrowded and thousands of people are dying. You were wrong. But at the same time, I don't want that out there. <laughs> <laughs> <Just> laughing. <laughs> <laughs> Told you. Or we're like, everything does get shut down, which I like starting to feel is completely inevitable. Like the fact that we're taking these baby steps towards Italy when we know exactly what's going on there. Uh, we know that yeah. it's going to be shut down soon enough that if that does happen and then it becomes in check and those same people that were at the St. Patrick's Day like fucking bar crawls two days ago are like, see, it was no big deal. And then, I mean, they just closed public schools in New York, uh, I think like up until April or something. Um, but people are saying like, oh yeah, there's like a good chance that they won't reopen until September. Like this will just, it's this until summer, which is, yeah. I mean, that's, that's insane to me. Yeah. That is. And then while, while we're indoors, a bunch of our escapes are also not available to us. I'm not like at home watching basketball games or baseball games or football games or going to movies. Like that's not available either. Yeah, everything is on a hard pause for an indeterminate amount of time. And I just wonder, like, how long society itself can can stay at rest with, like, doing nothing, just, like, frozen in time. Like, yeah. it, it's so weird doing anything, like, sending an email, talking to somebody that's not a uh, – talking to someone about something that's not the fucking virus. Yeah, I mean, we could have recorded a podcast on, like, Monday or Tuesday and, like, gone up and, like, yeah, answered people's questions about what to do when their crush tweets at them and thinks it was a DM or something like that. But, like, when do we go back to that? Yeah. I, <laughs> back to the small problems. It does feel a little bit like 9-11-y where, like, everything has changed and we don't know for how long except – the tweets that I'm reading of like returning to normalcy are also really dangerous. So it's like I'm right. walking around the, the streets of Austin and we're finally returned to normal. This is incredibly dangerous. Everybody continue going home. Don't act as if nothing is happening. Nobody can be outside. It's not I'll over because this fucking invisible killer is still out to get us. One thing that is very funny to me is seeing and I know that it's important, but, like, the social distancing, social media shaming people that are outside, which is <laughs> – I was equating it to that, like, the best thing we can do is is stay at home. Yes. So, like, people doing that are, like, feeling like small heroes and they're, like, really going off on people that are, like, at a bar. Yeah. Bars the worst people right now. I have, I have not gone to a bar. I want the public to know that I have not gone to a bar. Yeah, Mr. Flush. Nothing. Maybe I'll start getting them next to it. <laughs> oh, fuck <laughs> off. I didn't cause this. Don't come at me with the flu shot thing. You were patient with zero in America. Um, are you reading about what's going on abroad to, like, sort of prepare yourself mentally about, like, how South Korea, how Italy is dealing with this stuff? Um, I, I don't think I... I was I listened to, like, The Daily and some podcasts about it, um, like the draconian measures that China took. And I was like, oh, that sounds pretty solid. Like, if that's what it takes, that seems okay to me. Yeah. Like, I, I don't want a government like that. Yeah, I don't want that in general. But, yeah, like, when I see uh, 100 people, like, gathered outside of five leads for brunch this morning, I'm like, someone should, someone should round them up and take all their temperatures. That does seem fine. Yeah. Right. I mean, do they know what's going on? Like how in Italy, that's where, like we are where they were 10 days ago and now they are, their hospitals are overcrowded and they have to like decide whose lives to save. Like, do they think about that or do they not even care? And they also like just today logged like their, their most uh, severe death day, like 300 people died today. 
Yeah, and that's not like, oh, it's 300 people in a shooting and that won't happen tomorrow. It's like, no, those numbers go up every day. And we are on a boat headed right towards there. And unless we do something about it, there's nothing we can do. It is also, I think that's kind of fascinating and sad that, like, as dumb and bad as Trump has been, uh, there hasn't really been anything that, like, we we really needed to rely on the president for until right now. So, like, almost the whole entire time, we almost avoided it the whole entire time. Uh, but now we probably have the worst guy at the helm. Yeah, a guy who's literally, I mean, have you seen these press conferences where this uh, actual smart scientist Fauci comes on afterwards and has to basically say that Trump was lying out of his ass? Yeah, it's crazy. It is insane. It's like everything he said, he just keeps on pretending. He wants to pretend that it didn't happen. He would fucking kill for it to have happened during Obama's presidency. Yeah, basically. He he basically comes on and is like, you know, if you're young or if you're relatively healthy, it's fine. It's really dangerous if you're old. This is, by the way, backtracking off his stance of this entire thing was a hoax two weeks ago. So he's at the very least moving to the point where he's admitting that it's dangerous <laughs> for old and sick people. And then this yeah. Dr. Fauci, who's like been around since the AIDS epidemic, has to come on and like, Right. So basically, uh, even if you're young, it's still really dangerous because the symptoms don't necessarily show for five to 14 days and you can still transfer it on to people. Uh, so I just wanted to get that out there. So you guys know <laughs> you shouldn't be going to work, was it? You fucking idiot. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. It seems like L.A. is a comfortable place to be quarantined. Like you are you uh, are you worried about spending the, the foreseeable future at your house, or do you feel pretty comfortable there? Uh, I mean, I'm I'm as comfortable as possible. I'm like I'm in part of the I'm probably like the most fortunate one percent of people who are being quarantined because one, like I'm I don't have two kids that I also have to entertain, or a baby on the way, or I'm not sick right now, or I'm not you know having to go to work at a place that needs me or in need of money in some way or in an apartment that's too small. So, like, I have every, like, box that I could possibly have checked off, and it's still only, like, three days in, and I'm still, like, starting to dread it. <laughs> still nervous. Uh, yeah. I've been thinking about going, uh, like, getting a place upstate now. Yeah. Which is uh, like a great luxury. Yeah. Like, I, but I just like getting a nice little Airbnb. Great luxury. One percent, of course. Yeah, I'm like, I think about doing that, and I'm like, oh yeah, I would do that for like a week. But you can't, like, it, this won't be over in in a week. That's right. You'll come back to a place that, by every statistic, will have gotten, you know, exponentially worse. significantly worse. Yeah. So there's, <laughs> there's really not. A, I guess. Yeah, maybe I'm gonna start. It's too late now. I wish I had been a doomsday prepper. Yeah. What did, what did you do for, uh, like, first round of groceries, second round of groceries? Are you going to the mall? Or are you going to a store? Are you ordering online? Um, we were lucky that, like, a couple of things you feel like you need to do, I had just done anyway. Like, I had just, before all of the panic buying, I had, like, just Amazon ordered a bunch of toilet paper. And I had just Solid. filled my truck up with gas. Uh, so, like, that, I was, like, kind of set there. And then I went to the grocery store. I got a bunch of frozen uh, meat, fake meat, frozen vegetables. Uh, I got a bunch of fresh fruit, vegetables. Um, yeah, I, I stocked up. I went. I I went twice to the grocery store, and then Jill and I also placed an Amazon order. <laughs> right. And now, would you say you have food for a week, two weeks, four weeks? I think we have food probably for a month, but not like it wouldn't be good the whole time. But yeah, yeah. We, I would not. I wouldn't. Serve, I wouldn't starve. We have a lot. Of, we have a ton of food. Would you go to a bodega right now and like buy some soup if you wanted to? Or are you like, no, I'm not going. In. I'm not stepping foot into one of those stores. Um. Yeah, I would. I think. I yeah, I'd go into a bodega if I needed something, but I I don't I don't need anything. Yeah. But I like, drove, trying, like I drove my car today. Oh wow! Where'd you go? Uh, I dropped a plant off at my brother's. 
Okay, so he's infected. At this point, you can no longer <laughs> consider yourself socially isolated. And the countdown I can do that now yeah. is another 14 days. Social distancing said you, you, you can see your your family. It's, it's like small groups, isn't it? Yeah, well, one thing that I read was like, you have to quarantine yourself completely for 14 days to make sure you don't have it. Because at that point, it's been, you know, like, you would probably show signs. So if you literally don't touch anything from the outside world or yourself or anybody else for 14 days, then you can start introducing new people to your ecosystem. Only if they have also done this 14-day isolation. Yeah, challenge. I mean, that's that's obviously not going to happen. I don't understand. Right. Like, I I really I don't I, I don't get what the plan is. You you quarantine yourself for 14 days. Great. That's the most responsible thing you can do. Then, as soon as you walk outside, you're you're potentially infected again, right? As soon as you do any <laughs> walk outside, in a, you, walk you have to go back into quarantine. <laughs> yeah. So, like, I know Starbucks are not letting people stay inside their restaurants anymore. Can I order one and just scoop the cup on the way out? Uh, yeah, did you go to Starbucks today? I went on Thursday and haven't gone since. What are you going to do for coffee? Do you need coffee in the morning? Yeah. Fortunately, I'll be calling like this instant coffee that I'm able to like rig. But, you know, now we're running low on almond milk. Do I go to Whole Foods to pick it up? Do I like try to order one on Amazon Fresh? Is What's more What's more safe? Is going to Whole Foods and just walking in with a fucking motorcycle helmet on and latex gloves and taking a carton of milk out more safe or having an Amazon delivery man drop it off at my door and then spraying it down for 20 Yeah, is that better? None of the fires. The Amazon delivery man actually has to come into your house so you can quarantine with him uh, for 14 days. (laughs) Just to make sure you're both good. On Tuesday, my mail lady, like, rang the door because we had a package, and she, like, pet my dog. I'm like, well, I (laughs) have to murder my pet. I am like, Luke (laughs) is getting quarantined in the garage now. He's in a box for 36 hours to make sure that nothing has touched him. Because I guess, you know, surfaces can hold the virus for 24 hours. Yeah. That's, I mean, we're all, we're all fucked. What's, what's worst case scenario for you? I guess worst case, worst case scenario, I decide that I need to, uh, escape the city, go to Connecticut uh, to stay with my parents, but I bring home the virus, uh, infect my mother, and kill her. Okay. Yeah. I guess you're thinking of it, uh, you know, like a very internal worst case scenario rather than like the entire... I mean, yes. Well, because if that happened, I'd have to kill myself. Um, Right. (laughs) So that... And then... In addition to that, uh, two million Americans die because there's not enough ventilators in America to treat everybody. Yeah, but if my mom died, it'd be the end of the world. Uh, no one else is no one else is my family. Do you know what I mean? Does that yeah, count? does that make sense? Yeah. What about your wife and her family? Does that count, or is that like still half a degree removed? It counts, but it's removed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, it's all. It's all. <laughs> No, I think Jill is uh, Jill is probably freaking out as much as you are. I think. Oh, that's good. So she's reading yeah. the doomsday warning. She's seeing what's going on in Italy. The the decisions the doctors have to make, realizing that we are headed straight towards there unless there's a full lockdown. And instead of that, full bars and restaurants are still open. Yeah. Plus, Jill also thinks she has it. Oh yeah, that's another thing. Like once you start to cough, it's like, uh oh, this is this is how yeah. freaked out we are when I feel fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like if you if you just like clear your throat, you're like, well, there it is. It's finally coming. Yeah, right. Sneeze. Yeah, I mean, all especially in New York, right it does seem like every time you have a dry throat, you're like, well, I guess maybe because I did walk like through the park today, and yeah. I touched the door to get into the building. <laughs> Uh, right now, this is like the best it will be in two for two months. Because like right now, we don't know a lot of people that sick. The hospitals aren't overrun yet. This is just like we're now just 
mechanic slash preparing for the bad situation, which will start coming this week. So like as bad as it, as bad as it is now, it's, this will feel like the good old days in a month. What? Oh God, which is, that's fucking scary. Cause last week, I don't know. Last week it didn't feel that, that serious. It does now. I also remember like, did I tell you about this? Like that a few months ago, I was like at a, I was in a hotel. I like, saw that like the first cases were being uh talked about outside of Wuhan or something. And uh and I was and I just like archived the New York Times alert and I was like, yeah, you know what, that seems serious, but I'm gonna watch Downton Abbey. <laughs> yeah. Will there be Downton Abbey watching when you, there are reports of like uh tens of thousands of people rioting at a hospital to get their loved one on a ventilator? I think that's what scares me the most like more so than like, or I mean, not more so, but like as much as people getting sick is like everyone in New York city losing their cool. And like, yeah, I've had like two weird, like fever daydreams about like needing to know where my car is so we can get out of here. Yeah. And it seems like as soon as we have the slightest idea of like, maybe we should get out or maybe we should shut this down. It seems like, Shouldn't we just jump to worst, like, next case scenario and, like, move to Idaho for the time being? Well, that's what I, that's why I wanted to go and get a place upstate. But I, I also don't know because it does seem by the, like, by the time you panic, it's, it's too late. Like, nobody's <laughs> yeah. ever doing something at the optimal time. Like, it's smarter for me to have panicked a month and a half ago. And then I could have stocked up on toilet paper and there would have been no line. I could have gotten yeah. all of the frozen food I needed and it would have been, and everyone would have told me I was overreacting. Yeah, you would have been the crazy person. Like, why are you buying 148 rolls of toilet paper and filling up your car? And you're like, well, there's this fucking COVID-19 in Wuhan, China right now. And who's <laughs> to say it won't hop over to America? <laughs> Wearing a tinfoil hat. What is what's the, what is your worst case scenario? Yeah, it's that it's the overcrowded hospitals. It's a million people who need urgent care, and we don't have enough ER. And like, then the the facade of society starts wearing down, and people just like start going crazy. Like when there literally is no Whole Foods anymore, when there's no Amazon to order from, and you're out of food. What do you start doing? I don't know. Is it going to be like the fucking purge in May? Yeah, I think that things like this and, like, uh, I remember Hurricane Sandy, too. Like, it just, it makes you realize how much of a, like, we're all hanging by a thread. It's society, like, society itself is a house of cards that everybody just, like, plays by the same rules that we all accept as normal. But then when those things get rocked, when, like, the foundation is, is shaken just a little bit, it all it all goes to shit. <laughs> like a house of cards. And again, like, the best case scenario is that we go back to, you know, the Trump America that we didn't really like that much anyway. Let's take a break, and then I thought it would be fun to call some of our friends and see how they're doing. Maybe they're fine. Ooh. Thank you to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode of our program. Hell yeah. Thanks, BetterHelp. Jake, I don't know if you know this, but we sort of all carry around different stressors, mm -hmm. big and small. Yeah. No, I've heard of that. Yeah. I've heard that. I've heard some people do that. And if you're anything like me, you just sort of keep it bottled up inside and never mm -hmm. complain or talk about yes. it to anyone ever. Very deep, deep, deep down. Yes. You put on a facade, as they call it. Mm-hmm. Yes. And a, and a masquerade. Mm -hmm. But when we do that, it starts to affect us negatively. It's not healthy. It's not good. That's why I use mm. therapy, which is a safe space to get things off your chest. And there's no better way to use therapy than with BetterHelp. Ah, very nice. So if you've been hearing a lot about therapy and you've been wanting to give it a try, but you don't want to, you know, go through the hassle of finding a therapist, driving their awkward waiting rooms, give BetterHelp a try because it's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suitable to your schedule. Perfect. You just fill out a brief questionnaire, mm -hmm. you get matched with a licensed therapist, mm -hmm. and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Ooh. Love it. It helps to get things off your chest. It helps to talk about it. Right. So get those things off your chest with BetterHelp. That's 
betterhelp.com slash segments. You go there and you get 10% off your first month. Ooh, all right. Segments, folks. Yes. Betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash segments. Segments. To get matched with your therapist as soon as possible. And if you use that coupon code by going to betterhelp.com slash segments, you'll get 10% off your first month. Nice. Give it a try. It'll help. Yeah. With BetterHelp. Thank you to Squarespace for sponsoring this episode of our show. Indeed. Indeed. Simply put, it's the easiest way to create a professional-looking website. Couldn't agree more, bud. That's it. Yeah. That's the tweet. <laughs> um, no, they do have a lot more than that. It's, uh, right. it's a, it's, they have 24-7 award-winning customer support. They have very simple drag-and-drop technology. You can code. You can design mm -hmm. a professional-looking website without knowing much about how the internet works. You can sell. You can launch and sell product from Squarespace. Yes. That's right. You can even purchase a domain name through Squarespace. For example, Jake, what can people purchase? Boneheader.com. Boneheader. It's like... Interesting. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. It's like if you're a boneheaded person, but you're doing a boneheader of a move. You know what I mean? What about fitnessnah.com? So it's sort of like a relaxation technique mm -hmm. slash way to say damn the man with regards yeah. to fitness. It's a movement about not going to the gym. Fitness, it's nah. a it's an anti movement, really. Oh, it's a non movement that's movement. A, is anti movement yeah. one? Anti movement. Uh, seems I'll like have it should to be. check it out later. Actually, let me look right now. Anti movement.com is not available. Don't yeah. buy that one. Okay, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't, but so it's more fitness of a fitness nah. <laughs> yeah, it's more of a yeah. fitness nah thing. Yeah, uh, Squarespace AI also is a great way to kickstart or update written content on any website, they can generate instant personalized results that know and show your brand identity. Pretty cool there too. Incredible. So the way to get in on this action and uh, launch your own website soon enough mm -hmm. is to go to squarespace.com slash segments. Segments. And when you're ready to launch, you use that coupon code segments at checkout to save 10% off their already low, low prices. Beautiful. Again, Check out squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash segments to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Thanks, folks. Thanks, Squarespace. Uh, all right. You want to call try to conference in Jeffrey James? Yeah. All right. So I'll call him. Then I'll try to merge us. Okay. Mr. James. <laughs> it's like, um, <laughs> like a Transylvania thing. I've been working on this character. Um, yeah. Dracula? You've been working on Dracula? Who? Never <laughs> mind. <laughs> do, you have, do you have any idea what's going on in the world? Well, it's, uh, it's been raining a bit. L.A. rain, am I right? <laughs> yeah. We didn't even talk about that. That In addition to all this, it's been raining in L.A. nonstop for the first week ever. <laughs> the sky is literally falling. What are you guys, uh, uh, how's Corona treating you? Of quarantine or? Yeah. What's the... We were talking about how we, we've sort of isolated ourselves for the last few days, but we're wondering at what point can we start reintroducing ourselves to new friends. So I thought we'd, we'd reach out to some. Have you been, have you touched anything in the outside world since Wednesday? Have you touched anyone? I wish, man. Um, I went on a walk yesterday. But other than that, you're contaminated. In, so you're dead. You're, <laughs> well, right. you're lacking in barrier. <laughs> So uh, I was just trying to get some fresh air, but yeah, I've probably caught, you know, sent it on. <laughs> uh, how are you doing your shopping? So I I, I did <laughs> I did one big Instacart order from Gelson's, right? Added a bunch of dry goods, canned soups, everything I would need for the two weeks that people were saying we need to prepare for. Uh, maybe. An eighth of that stuff was in stock and came. So I basically just have bags of chips, cereal, and uh, ground beef. <laughs> <laughs> so I've been having burgers the last three nights. That was awful. You're, you're a college freshman. Of course. Um, yeah, I'm, a, I'm home alone. That's really what this whole thing is. <laughs> a whole um, cheese pizza just for me. <laughs> and two weird guys in hats have been trying to break into my apartment. I've been... <laughs> Kind of getting them with sharp jacks on the floor. Yeah, yeah. You got to try blow torching them. Blow t oh, yeah. No, that was what I was going to do tomorrow night. Mm -hmm. uh, do you have plans to leave your apartment or do anything socially for the next however long? I've been FaceTiming friends. I've been uh, 
I've been, I'm watching the debates right now. Um, but no, not to leave. Yeah. And what are you going to do about food? Would you, would you walk into a Trader Joe's right now and brave the crowd? I don't know if I would do a big store like that. I mean, there's a Lassen's by my house that's medium size, so I might go there if necessary. Uh, there's also this tiny little market like a block away from me right now. So I'm, I've, I've gone there once. I read, uh, what about you, I read the other day that Ohio, somebody in Ohio speculated that 1% of the state has it. Was that like an actual thing that Ohioans believed in or is that just, uh, somebody doomsdaying it? Uh, that was just, I think, to get people to take it seriously. I mean, she might, th- that might be the estimate. It was what, 100,000 people? Yeah. Um, so th- that, you know, that's an estimate. But I think you could say that about literally any state right now that has it. Like, the, the estimate's obviously higher than the confirmed cases. Like, LA only has 54. But I feel like I've just heard of, like, <laughs> you know, 10 people or something within my own circles that have it. So, All right. it has to I have to because you got family in Ohio. Right. Yeah. My, my parents are, um, you know, socialized, social distancing and we'll see. They're socialized, right? Well, they're socialized. They're, uh, they're, they kind of walk down grand staircases and furs often. So <laughs> they haven't been able to do that in a while. But, That's cool. uh, if my dad is uh, immunosuppressed because he has to take this psoriasis medication and he also has had this cough for like a few months. So if he, if he gets this, I might go home to see him, but we'll see. Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> and this is a comedy podcast? <laughs> anyway, let's answer Not this really. question. Some, some dude has a crush on his librarian. <laughs> From four years ago. <laughs> you better keep that one quiet. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> um, been, been trying my hand at close-up magic, actually. Would love to, you know... Do a uh, a bit on the video podcast sometime. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, we don't really know. Like we're recording this over the phone. I'm not really sure what we're gonna do. With regard, to this like is more of like podcast. a this is a this is a Corona podcast now. It's not. It's, I just pulled yeah. the rabbit out of a hat. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm coming <laughs> over. <laughs> um, are you guys scared, Jake? You're in New York still, or are you in Connecticut? I'm in New York still. Uh, just right up until they uh, they turn the power grid off and let us all fend for ourselves. But I, we got a go box, a twelve gauge, and I'm gonna I'll hoof it out to CT. <laughs> okay, that so you're waiting until there's ten times the, the obstacles in front of you. That's right, because that's when I'm gonna fucking prove myself. Holy shit! Except <laughs> you with like Wolverine claws glued to your fucking knuckles. <laughs> <laughs> Party City Wolverine costume. <laughs> you bought it yesterday. <laughs> you left your apartment to go there. <laughs> uh, right. won't start. Let's let's call somebody else. Let's see what they're doing. Thanks for calling, Jeff. Or thanks for talking to us. Yeah. Cheers. Stay um. <laughs> stay stay cool. Right. Because that's what shout out to the uh, shout out to the review review podcast. <laughs> Yeah, we um we also have a podcast. I don't know how we're gonna record remote. Uh maybe I'll call one of you later and see how you're doing this. But it sounds great. It's it's definitely not hard, but we don't know if it's good. <laughs> well it's definitely stilted, so I can't wait to listen to it. <laughs> you know, our our other show is also bad. All right, see ya. All right, bye. All right. Let's uh I thought we should call Marty because he was on a flight last week. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, let me find Marty in my phone. The head gum triumvirate. Hello. Marty, what do you think of the head of gum as a title, a job title? I like that. Yeah, it's not bad. Right. Um, I'll stick with CEO, but feel free to take okay. it. Okay. Right. I'll go, no, I'll go head, head of gum. gum. No, I want to be the head of gum. All right, I guess I'll I'll continue being president. <laughs> no, you were tre- I thought you were treasurer. No, 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 no,
Okay. We have more pressing things to discuss. How's your self-isolation slash <laughs> quarantine going? Uh, I have, like, very much highs and lows. Uh, I didn't expect this to be so turbulent. Oh, how's that? I mean, like, I feel sometimes like I'm fine, and then other times I'm like, oh, I'm, di- I'm dying. And there's going to be no hospital beds for me. Oh, Do you think you have COVID? you have COVID? I mean, I don't think I have it, but I did fly recently twice in the last week, and I have like a little bit of a light cough every now and then. But I'm not sure if I have a cough or if I'm just like maybe I, in my head I have a cough. Well, the crazy thing is right now, like if you think you have, even if you think you have it, you're supposed to stay home, right? Which I'm so like, yeah. So like if you if you don't have it, stay home. If you might have it, stay home. If you're pretty convinced you have it, you stay home. The only reason to go to a hospital is if you're, like, actively dying. Correct. And I just read uh, – and also I think I'm panicking myself because I just read a, t- a thread on Twitter that was talking about how in Seattle, if you're over 40, you're, you're basically – they don't have a bed for you right now. Great. Yeah, perfect. And that's, that's close to home for you. That's, port- that's, uh, that's close to your home, hometown of Portland. That's the Pacific Northwest. It's that PNW. Have you made it's, any plans uh, in your head to, like, get out of Dodge or something? Like, where are you thinking two, three, four weeks from now? What's your doomsday If plan? I have to, I guess I'd get in the car and drive somewhere. But, I mean, Portland is where the family is. Although my mom, crazy enough, because they don't have school, um, she's going to fly out to see my sister in Virginia and spend some time with her. Uh, and try and help her. Fly out. I know. How were the flights when you took them? Well, empty. I mean, I told you, I I think the sec- I didn't really look back on the first flight, but on the second one, there was probably one person per aisle on each side and nobody else. And I was back from New York to L.A., which I assume is probably one of the more popular flights that exists. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah and I gonna- felt good. I felt good. Um, I was like wiping down my area. I had my Lysol wipes. I didn't have anybody sitting next to me. Um, so I felt good about it. Uh, and I still feel pretty good, but I don't know. It's kind of a weird apocalyptic situation everywhere you go. I mean, you like, I took the, the bus to get the Uber and there's like nobody on the bus. There's nobody you in the Uber line. You went on a fucking bus, Marty? <laughs> well, no, you have to get the, you know, the new LAX thing. I didn't touch anything. I just stood. Marty also went thrift. He went thrift shopping today. He took a bus to a Salvation Army to look for a new flannel. That's right. right. Didn't find anything, but I did find uh, really cool old retainers. That's cool. You tried those on, and I think when you paid, you punched in your uh, your debit key code with uh, with your tongue, right? (laughs) That's right. I also like to smell my cash real close before I give it away. Uh, What have you done for food? I so I guess like four days ago I re, I like jumped on the bandwagon of ordering food and so I did an Amazon grocery to the office which I picked up yesterday. But what's crazy is I mean I haven't looked today, but when I did it, you know, normally you get three two hour delivery window, and the first time I could get it was three days out, and that was four days ago. I can only imagine how it's getting worse and worse. Do you yeah. have food? Yeah, I have I have food. But it's like, it's all just frozen meals and dry soup and stuff that I can make easily. <laughs> it's not good. Food. I'm like basically, I mean, it's like a lot of those, uh, oh, I got chimichangas. It's really perfect because you've been living, you've been living this bachelor, <laughs> no, bachelor lifestyle. Is exactly, your, your bachelor lifestyle is going to, you have, all you have is frozen food. All you eat is garbage. It's, it's true. <laughs> it's true. I'm, I'm basically, I'm like prime for this type of event. I know how to deal with myself. Your apartment is basically a bunker. <laughs> Did you say a dry soup? <laughs> yeah, dry soup. Yeah, dry soup, dude. It lasts forever. Is there any the worst thing you can. The worst way to describe a soup. <laughs> it's just granola. Marty also has fucking Xbox. I was talking to Carnell yesterday, and he was telling me that like the thing I should get is an Xbox. You know, I'm just gaming. Xbox Live went down for an hour, and I literally had no idea what to do with myself. 
Wow. It's like, I've, yeah. I went on Twitter to see, and, like, everyone was tweeting, like, first coronavirus, now this. <laughs> World ending. <laughs> Marty ate a cup of dry soup in the shower. <laughs> Gamers have such an advantage right now. Like, you guys have days and days to just game. Like, I wish I had the desire to do any of that. You I mean, can. you could just you start taking it up. I've seen you play what Crossy Roads for four days straight without putting your phone down. Thank God they didn't have screen time back then. Yeah. And then I've also seen you do the same with swing even jump. Swing, with, with, swing jump. Swing jump. It was swing jump. No, with the stupid text pink uh, beer pong thing. That's what you oh, do yeah. text thread. Cup you pong. Back on yeah, cup yeah. pong. Yeah, but it's not the same. Like, I wish I could just fucking 12-hour marathon sesh at Fortnite. You can. There's no nothing stopping you. I just, I don't find joy in that. It wouldn't pass the time for me. <laughs> That's why you have to have a squad like I do. So you can get on with your boys and just kind of knock out some games. You blink it. Yeah. It's four hours later, and then you're having a little dry soup, and then you do the same thing, and then six hours later, it's time for bed. Do all your Xbox friends know that you live by yourself in Los Angeles? Because they all live at home, right? They're they're sixteen. <laughs> what? No, I don't play with anybody under the age of eighteen. First of all, I like to keep it at least above eighteen. And some of my some of the people I play with are friends in real life, like Tall Dave. Artie, are you are you up to date on the coronavirus stuff, or are you sort of keeping yourself ignorant and in the dark? Well, that was the thing is, like, I was trying to keep myself ignorant, then I went on Twitter today, and I almost had a panic attack, so I think I'm trying to get back off. (laughs) Yeah. Jake, are you limiting what you learn because you're afraid, or, like, is it more comforting to know everything, or are you trying to cut yourself off? I don't, I I guess I think there's nothing, I don't know, Uh, I'm not smart enough to know everything, but also I don't think there's really a benefit to knowing everything, because... There's so much that's uncertain and, and like, it's potentially disastrous and there's nothing we can do about it if it gets disastrous. So, I don't know. Right. I have, like, a little bit of nihilism, a little bit of, like, uh, blissful ignorance and a, and a little bit of, uh, a dry cough. Well, that's probably the most, <laughs> yeah. And then the dry cough, of course, and a dry suit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what, what, which leads to which? That's the question at this point. I really need to figure that out. Yeah, I don't know. It's hard to tell at this point. Um, can you guys both give me the update of what you think is going on in the world so that I, I can get a proxy? Amir, yeah, Amir well, thinks it's more disastrous than I do, I think. Yeah. We talked about that's it. That's not good. Before, but we, uh, we know he has a brother. That are, yeah, our 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 numbers line up with Italy, but we're ten or eleven days behind. So I'm just tracking that to see at which point we will have too many sick people for the hospitals, too many um, people who need emergency help that can't get it at the time. Uh, at a certain point, uh, restaurants will have to shut down, bars will have to shut down nationwide. We're starting to see that in California, the restaurants are at fifty percent capacity. It feels like we are just tiptoeing ourselves to. If you look at what's happening in South Korea or China or Italy, but we're not taking, like, the crazy measures because, I guess, you know, one, we don't want our businesses to collapse, and two, we don't want to create panic or overreact because we only have 35 cases, 3,500 cases, and they have 25,000 cases. But, you know, we're not slowing down. 3,500 is just the start. Right. And, Jay, I'm just sort of I'm, – I'm mourning the loss of regular life. I haven't really thought about the number of hospital beds, but I'm just a little sad that things aren't business as usual. I I miss the world as it was. How let's let's all take a guess of how long until we have people going back to the office? Okay, I've got my guess. All right, I have Amir. a guess as well. I'll guess uh, August first. August first. You gotta say yeah. what your guess was, Marty. You, you mine don't was two, adjust mine it. Was two weeks. <laughs> mine was April fifteenth. <laughs> what was Jake's? I gotta, April. I gotta get back on the video game. Okay, mine's April fifteenth, but it's twenty twenty eight, and it's not an office. <laughs> okay. <laughs> office has a different meaning in in our in our dystopian future. Yeah. 
<laughs> we are in a virtual reality cube in Cameroon, the last country without a confirmed case. Oh my goodness! Yeah, it's, I mean, I'm this is dire. We won't see the we won't see the peak of this disease in America for another two months. So this is at this is the lowest amount we'll have right now. It's the lowest amount of panic we'll have for one to two months. No, I don't agree. Not in LA. Doesn't the virus not do well in the heat? Uh, here we go. <laughs> I'm a heater, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, he's talking right now to somebody who's playing Gears of War with him. Uh, what were you saying? <laughs> Shut up, Tucker. <laughs> <laughs> he's right behind you. <laughs> the numbers the numbers are only going to go up until we shut everything down. You you see that like bars and restaurants even like near Jake are still overcrowded and overpopulated and you know lines are out the door. Yeah, there's people that are not social distancing in New York City for sure. You got to imagine with 14 million people that a few of them probably will still go to the bar. The odds well, are especially bars I think, and also, like, so often when things are looking grim, people want to go to the bar and just, like, say, fuck it. That's, I think that's what's happening, too. Yeah. I was at, I actually went, like, three nights ago, I was at a bar. And In New York. <laughs> I, was, I was actually leading a rally of people to the bar. And there weren't a lot of people. It was, like, pretty slow. Um, yeah, but I, I don't know. Restaurants have to stay open. Like, what about people who didn't order food or couldn't order food? Like, they have to have access to food, right? You would think yeah, I think so. food is going to be well. People, they're not going to let people sit in restaurants anymore. I think that like takeout delivery is going to be allowed, but I think that uh, sitting in, they're already limiting restaurants to fifty percent capacity. Right, and I saw that Seamless is giving back their service charge or something to restaurants? Yeah, so they they're, they they're kicking their service charge to the restaurant so they can get more more money. Would you guys go to a restaurant this week? I, do, I have a podiatry appointment on Tuesday. You're going to go? Is the doctor open? The foot doctor is, yeah. My, I mean, I don't even know what my dad's doing. I think he's skiing. <laughs> <laughs> That's the safest place to be. <laughs> Might be. I was in Montana this week. I think skiing. Actually, yeah. Good on you him. guys got that. You guys got the the Mount Hood cabin. I know. Keep that, keep that thing open. I'm gonna. If I have, if Jill and I have to uh, drive across the country, we'll all meet at the cabin in Mount Hood. Yeah, it's called bugging out. I watch a lot of those survival shows in between gaming, and you actually, it's called the verb is bug out, and that's how you get to your getaway place. Cool. That's cool. Yeah, I'm I might have to bug out. Um, all right. Thanks for talking to us, Marty. Hopefully we'll see you soon, either behind a hazmat suit or in a video call or something. Yeah, I'll see you on the Zoom link, baby. Yeah, that's right. All right, guys. Stay safe. All right. We did it. All right. You want to try to call Ben Schwartz? One last one? Sure. Ben Schwartz, how is the self-isolation going? Good oh, man. Is it happening already? Because your voice sounds like you're on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. How are you doing? Where are you at? Ew, God. Take it down a notch, man. We're all just <laughs> trying to get through this. We got to go, but we'll take another call. And uh, if you have your own suggestions about who we should talk to, please tweet at us. All right. Take it. Wait, wait, wait. wait. I was doing a bit. I think he actually hung up. That's a great bit. He committed to the bit. Solid <laughs> bit. What a bit. Oh my god, one second. <laughs> um, okay, hello, Ben. Hello? hello. Hey, hey, how you doing? Tell me everything. Sorry, I just was listening to what you were saying. I was going by your step by step instruction. What was my step by step instruction? <laughs> It's, you said we'll find someone else. Thanks for joining us. And again, hey, yeah, am I the hundredth? Yeah, was... Am I the hundredth caller or no? <laughs> Better. I can't believe we called. You're the third caller. We called fucking Marty before Ben, and it wasn't my fucking it, serious. I wasn't Marty Marty my idea. Amir directed oh. me with everybody. I, I felt like I just, he. I, I felt like he like just hadn't back channeled with you, or that he did. Say it's my fucking face. Bit.
Amir, say it to my fucking face right now. Did you call? Uh, did you call fucking Marty before me? <laughs> Think of like a comedy show. You don't fucking start with the headliner, bro. <laughs> It's so hard to call him back and merge. God damn it. It's going to be extra fun for me to edit this part. Um, Okay. Hello? Ben, you can apologize now. Hey, Ben, how's it going? Tell me everything. What do you need to know? All I know is that in the span of, like, who you want to talk to and who has any meaning in your life, Marty comes first. I don't even want to know who was second. Who was second? Thomas? Marty was second. It was actually Jeffrey James was first. Okay, that's Jeff fine. James was first. Jeffrey and James, James put a, he's put in the work. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's yeah. true. That's he's true. a part of the company. Marty's he's behind the scenes. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's he is. Cool. They call him the head of gum. <laughs> Everybody calls him that. How are you guys doing? What are you what precaution? Hey, Jakey, are you okay? Are you feeling all right? Yeah, uh, I've self isolated. I've social distanced. Uh, Jill and I are just hanging out in our apartment. It's a lot smaller than I realized. Uh, things are good. Things are fine. I'm good. How are you? Everything is pretty good. Uh, all the food, all the food in the world. I just, I, I, I feel. That, uh, we're, we haven't even scratched on what's about to happen. I feel like in the next couple of days, New York especially, New York and LA are, I think, are figure out where we're going to get a series of guidelines or something. Um, yeah. I think, don't you think? What do you feel? Yeah. Like? I, I, things feel, things feel bad. They feel uncertain. And it feels like it's definitely going to get worse. That's how it feels to me. I'll tell you now, there have been vultures that keep going around the roof of the place that I'm in right now, and they just keep going around and around. They keep looking at me. I don't know what's oh, no. going on. Are they coughing? <laughs> yeah, they're coughing, and they're they're not wearing masks, which is killing me right now. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Partly because they have like they can't get the straps on. They don't have like thumbs to help them out. They have more clawy things. You know what I mean? They should oh, really no. self isolate. Yeah. Anyway, I'm like inches away from starting a podcast. I don't know what the hell to do. <laughs> really? Holy yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll send you. A, we'll send you a mic. Oh yeah, please cough all over it. That's the last thing I need. One of those Hurwitz germ mics. Hurwitz germ when mic. Then <laughs> I have a question. Yeah, I can't wait. When was the last time you left your house, and what did you, what did you do? Um, grocery shopping. Uh, this morning, right when it right when it opened, by the way. Wow, where's nice. the was it crowded? Like, was it crazy? No, so we went. There was there was lines on both sides going into the grocery store. Uh, before at, at at I think six fifty five, and oh uh, there was a little line on both sides, and we got in there, and they had already restocked a bunch of stuff. They didn't have eggs a couple of days ago. Now they had eggs. Um, but I'm, I'm buying stuff that I haven't touched in, like Entenmann's, Entenmann's Donuts, a dream, frozen, yeah, freaking pepperoni, frozen pepperoni pizzas, sure, oh, why not, delicious. Eggos, when's the last time you yeah. had an Eggo? I got like two things of whole grain Eggos, it's unbelievable, oh. uh, we got the, we got syrup as well, what else is there, there, there's something else that I got that I was really, excited. oh, I got, I got a mac and cheese, the Kraft Blue Box mac and cheese, which was one of three things I was allowed to make when I was a kid, like in the stove, on, on the stove. We got that. <laughs> it's kind of, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's like, uh, the first time I went to the supermarket, it was very, it was there, I, I ran into some people that I knew it was very, like, people were doing bits and stuff like that. It was right after, like, people like, because of Tom Hanks. Yeah. 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 Every, like, race awareness. Now everybody's being responsible and everybody's like pointing to other doing bits. And the last time I was there, it was all business. <laughs> it was all business. Yeah. I think people are slowly starting to realize this is the new normal. This wasn't like a, a hurricane weekend or a blackout situation. This is like, oh, this might be the entire summer. Well, when is this getting released? Are you doing, is this your new Corona pod? This episode uh, is going to come our... out in in October, I think. We're we're pretty back. <laughs> I feel like that's really not going to make any sense. Oh, okay, good. They can I spoil what happens in all the episodes of like Space Force and what happens in our comedy specials. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, because everybody by this time they've all been out. If it's coming yeah. in October, we're recording it Sunday night, March fifteenth. Releasing it Monday morning, March sixteenth. 
Which is so funny because by the time this comes out, there may be more information that comes out. Yeah, I'm like, Uh-oh. I'm addicted. Uh oh. I'm addicted. What to was that? Did you just cough? <clears throat> I have a little. Who just coughed? I have a little. I have a little tickle in the back of my throat. Yep. A tickle? Yeah. T- Is it tickle. dry? Yeah, it's a little dry. Yeah. <laughs> oh, 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 fuck. Hang on. Vulture, Vulture just landed on the balcony. <laughs> yeah, there it is. This is so insane. I think I must be hallucinating because anytime the vulture opens its mouth, uh, its mouth, I hear your voice. It's like you guys are right in front of me. Ben, I got another question. I got another caller. I got to let you go, Ben. Marty's on the phone. Oh, Marty's on the the person who handles our uh, person who handles our distribution for those pillows that never sold. The Jake and Amir pillows are on the other line. I got to get them through. <laughs> those sold eventually. Those actually I remember going in that closet uh, for months and finding out that they were they were on a, they were on a deep discount. We took an L, but they're all gone. This is a huge <laughs> dream for Jake, by the way. A huge dream for Jake because he gets to stay in New York and continue doing his job. Honestly, not having to fly back and forth to LA is fine with me. Yeah, I'm finally I'm finally feeling healthy. Yeah, being inside has helped me that. Uh, I've been playing video games. I started Chrono Trigger and on uh, SNES Mini. Um, it's, and by the way, if you have a Switch, we can play online old Nintendo and Super Nintendo games. And then tomorrow I have to get back to work. I always script, and it's like the one thing I can I can do from home. <laughs> you really can't. All right, here's my question. Yeah. Uh, are you is your would you say your iPhone screen time has like gone up four X this week, or are you actually finding yourself eighteen percent? Just got just got the numbers. Eighteen percent. We are hours, hours and hours a day. I'm on this. Yeah, it's hard to put it down. And Twitter too, and it's funny. It's not even posting. It's like just seeing what's going on. Um, there's and so I'm, much new news like, all the time. All the time. And then people are texting us different things also that people have, like, like I sent you some texts that I, that I had received and I was on an LA type text and I was like, oh, people are like sending different things and you're like, oh, I hope it's, I hope everything is okay. And it's just a very, so things are, we're like figuring it all out a little bit, which is a little yeah. nerve wracking. It's, it's rare that we have a global thing, like literally every country is in on this thing together. It's not like, Another yes. tragedy that happens to like a specific people or area of the world, like China and Italy and America are all going through the same shit. But it's also you. That means for us, for America, we could look at different countries because it may have hit them a little bit earlier than us, and see exactly what's happening to get some idea of what might happen here. Yeah, we're fortunate in that we're like eleven days behind some European countries that are suffering a lot. There's like over eighteen hundred deaths in Italy right now. That's insane. That's crazy. Yeah, it's very scary. It's I think uh, you know podcasts like this that you know are uh, it's a dramatic podcast. What do you guys this consider is a dramatic podcast? podcast? Yeah, it's a dramatic. Well, when we talked to Marty, it was uh, it was a pretty dramatic. Can't believe Marty got a call. Oh, I thought of this great joke. You guys ready? Yeah. Okay. Knock knock. Who's yeah. there? Armageddon. Armageddon who? Armageddon tired of people going to large social <laughs> gatherings. <laughs> <laughs> And and just because we're indoors, you can't stop this brain. You know what I mean? Can I tweet? Wow. Can I tweet that? Can I tweet that? Uh, I've already, I've already tweeted it. I'm like ten minutes away from starting a TikTok. I, you know what? <laughs> I downloaded TikTok. I downloaded TikTok on Friday. Can you wow. send me what you're gonna post? I can't. I don't know what the hell. I, I have no idea how to post on it. But I, I, I went through the speed. It's a solid app. I, I don't hate it. Do you remember when you were like the height of what's happening in like digital content and now you said, Hey, I downloaded TikTok? <laughs> uh, no, I, no, but I'll never forget when you said that because it really cut me to the core. Yeah. I feel like, yeah, I'm here to bring all you guys down a little bit. By the way, Amir, I know you told me if the end of days ever happened, there's some stuff you wanted to tell Jake. Uh, do you think now's the time just in case things get worse and you won't be able to tell him? No, I think I'll wait until the mortality rate hits 5% or until the 1 millionth person infected in, um, in America. Okay. Well, I, I do, I'm, I gotta run because I gotta eat dinner, but I'm gonna say just in case the world all goes to shit. Um, Ben, you mean a lot to me. Uh, oh, I love, God. I love you like a brother. Yeah. Uh, it's been a long, we've had a long, long history, but, uh, you know, I wouldn't, I don't think I, uh, I don't know anybody that, uh, 
that's shaped me more than uh, more than you have, and I really appreciate. You don't know it. anybody, Jake. I can't tell you. I honestly can't tell you how much that means to me. And if I could say something, uh, I'll, I'll say something about, about the well, first, first one will be uh, to Jake. Um, cool. okay. Jake, sincerely, like this. This is scary for me. This is scary. You don't exactly know what's going on, and. You have to be safe, even if you don't have any symptoms. You should stay inside. And one mm-hmm. one of the things that I remember, because you kind of reflect on your life and moments and people, um, yeah. is you, man. Because throughout my entire <laughs> life, you've kind of oh, been yeah. there. We've been friends. And time. And it's, uh, and it's crazy <laughs> because it's not even the idea that we get to make people laugh together. But I feel like you and I have really grown close enough together that we like, you, uh, we're in each other's yeah, lives. We're in, we're intertwined in each other's lives. So I I I truly love you. I'm rooting you on. I know when you moved to New York, I was the first person to send you a letter there because I wanted to make sure I was a part of your life over there as well. It's it's Frank. It's Frank tomorrow, man. I appreciate it. I love you, but I love you. I truly I truly love you, and it makes me scared. And I'm it really these times make you really realize and think about the people and things that mean a lot to you. And it has made me realize how much you mean to me and in my life. And I feel like love you too, man. I fucking love you, man. Like right. Dude, I love you. And I'm psyched. I'm psyched to even have the opportunity to. This podcast actually made me realize it because talking to yeah. you now made me realize what you meant. Uh, hearing your voice. Yeah. I was going to say this feels like a lemon party. <laughs> Sorry. I don't know what that means. What does that mean? What's that? Here, what does that mean? What is, what is a lemon party? Uh, no, I was going to say, like, it feels like three guys in a room blowing each other or something. <laughs> All right. I'll see you guys later. All right, Jake. Right. Lovely to talk to you. I love you, buddy. Bye, guys. Right. Bye. That was a HeadGum Podcast.